Hey, Scott Graves here, creator of the Kestrel Files, jumping in here to tell you that this show has joined the Apollo Plus program. Apollo Plus is a creator-owned platform where subscribers can help support some cool fiction podcast creators like Tal Manier, Bloody FM, Ransom Productions, and me. Apollo Plus shows are ad-free and I've got some pretty cool bonus content. And if that sounds cool, you can join Apollo Plus by downloading the Apollo Podcast app on Android or iOS, or by going to apollopodcast.com. Again, that's apollopodcast.com or through the Apollo Podcast app on iOS and Android. Thanks for the support. You're listening to a Gravestone Production Podcast. Welcome to our solar system. The year is 2373 standard Earth time. Humanity has colonized the planets and brought with them the omnipresent artificial intelligence known as Kestrel. Today, we dive deeper into Kestrel's memory banks to explore the worlds through her ears. Let us continue our journey now. Recording. Uh, say hi, Kennedy. Hello. I don't know if I heard you. Uh, that was Senate. They say hello too. Uh, anyway, this is Dr. Ryland Colding of Operation Ghost Touch. This is the third log. Uh, I am starting this log because in the next few moments we will be exiting warp, and in theory, we should be entering the orbit of the Phantom Comet. <sighs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm getting to my seat. Kennedy is insisting that I buckle up for this. Uh, yes, I, I know. Attempting to catch the fastest moving object and all. Sometimes I don't want to sit because I've been stuck in this ship for 98 days with only you and Senate for company and I can only run on that treadmill for so long, okay? Just give me a second. Jeez. Okay. I'm buckled in and ready. Did we miss? Um, sensors show our trajectory is being altered by gravity, so orient to the detected object. Oh my god, I hope you made it. There it is, boys. Oh, holy shit. We made it. <laughs> yes! Oh my god, I can't believe we made it. This this is the Phantom Comet. It's insane. It's so colorful. I mean, just... Wow. I. It looks like a small planet, and it's just gorgeous. It's got swaths of purple and a sort of reddish-brown... I, I mean, obviously we'll have pictures of this, but it's so... Holy shit. That's a bisection of the comet. We just orbited into view of the flat side of the comet, and it's got three rings of different materials. I need to study this. Now? Oh my goodness. Send I need to run some scans. I'll be right back. Okay, we just performed our first flyover and scans of the Phantom Comet. 
I don't even know where to begin. Uh, first off, I guess, thriving forests. The large swaths of purple we saw upon warp exit are the forests, and the reddish color is the rock, which means probably high traces of iron and rust. Uh, we detected several life signatures from small and large creatures, and we detected several small bodies of liquid nitrogen. But like, this is life that is living on a comet that has a thin oxygen-nitrogen-based atmosphere up to about 70 miles in height, and according to readings will be easily filtered by our suits. And there's small mountain ranges here, and a few clouds can be spotted over different areas, like nitrogen clouds. It rains liquid nitrogen. I mean, it's an incredibly carefully balanced temperature that is needed to keep this atmosphere sustained. And it's incredible. Secondly, we got a good look at the flat part of the comet. This thing was part of something bigger. Uh, the flat, for lack of a better term, cross-section? reveals a chunk of solid deformed metal surrounded by the strangest shape of solid obsidian I've ever seen. I don't know what to make of this yet, but I've got to be honest, I'm very excited to explore this rock. Uh, especially because obsidian is formed via the flash cooling of molten rock. It's like nature's lava glass, and I'm fairly certain that this is the largest obsidian chunk in existence. I'm very curious about the shape of the obsidian as well, it's like it contains waves to it, and I, I'm i not the only one who's, who's this excited. Senate is literally vibrating over in their chair over there. I just, oh man. Mysteries abound on this comment, and we are going to do our best to solve them. Uh, I'm so excited. I'm going to end this log here. Uh, we have a few more orbits to do before we plot our exploration path, and so I'll see you on the comet's surface. Hey, Scott Graves here, creator of the Kestrel Files. I just want to say that this show has joined the amazing Apollo Plus program. Apollo Plus is a creator-owned platform where subscribers can help support a bunch of shows like Mars Fall, Wireland Ranch, Someone Dies in This Elevator, and this one. You can listen to shows ad-free and get tons of premium bonus content on over 40 shows. For us sci-fi people, I recently listened to Mars Fall, and they have a whole miniseries, interviews, and albums of the show's unique score on there. All of it for $10 a month. That's like having a Patreon account to 40 podcasts for the price of one. On top of that, 70% of your subscription goes directly to creators. This support helps us with getting these shows produced. I know every penny that I earn through this program goes straight into the next season's budget. And let me tell you, as an indie podcaster, every cent helps us keep doing what we love and helps keep the content flowing on a faster timeline. You can join Apollo Plus by downloading the Apollo Podcast app on Android or iOS or by going to apollopods.com. Again, that's apollopods.com, or through the Apollo Podcast app on iOS and Android. Thanks for the support.